0: Hi, I'm Graham Mack, and welcome to the Pod 20. On this week's show, I'll talk to the hosts of a podcast about wine, who know next to nothing about wine, meet the podcasters who use beer to improve men's health, and I'll ask Edward Hardy from The Hardy Report if, in American politics, victory has become more important than truth. And my special guest pod star is Catherine Nikolai from the podcast... Nothing much happens. It's bedtime stories to help adults get to sleep. Catherine, you started by making up stories to put yourself to sleep. When did you get to the point when you thought this should be a podcast? Yeah. And you've done a book too. Was the book first? No, the book was second. So yeah, because see a lot of people would have gone book first. So and how did I did what all happened then? How did that all come together?
1: I wanted to go book first, but as a lay person who had no connections to the publishing industry, I had no idea how to do that. And so I had written some stuff and kind of put it on a shelf because I, was like, I I couldn't figure out how to get that into the hands of a publisher. I knew it would have to be an illustrated book and it would have to be a real book and be beautiful. And I thought, you know, this is an expensive endeavor. I'm not sure who would take me on. So I was ironically, up in the middle of the night with a sick dog. And I'm just sitting there on the floor in my living room. And it was like a light bulb moment. I went, Oh, it's a podcast. It's a podcast, because I felt all the time, like I had this superpower, I can go to sleep. (laughs) I can stay asleep. (laughs) Most adults struggle with that. And I kept thinking, how do I get it from my brain to yours? And I already had a podcast for my yoga classes. So I was familiar with the technology, I was ready to get started. So right there on the floor at three in the morning, I ordered a microphone. And (laughs) we launched about three or four weeks later. And at first, I thought, this is so niche, I don't know who's going to find this. It turns out it's not niche at all. Because pretty much everybody at some point in their life can relate to the feelings of being anxious and sleepless. And so. Almost immediately, it started to find a pretty big following.
0: When did you know? Because I think it was, it, I mean, you got a million downloads at some stage. Is that, I, I'm trying to, I want to say episode 13, but I don't know why I've got that in my head. When, when it did could, you
1: know? it? It could be by episode 13. Now we're over 35 million downloads. Wow. And Yeah. And we do about 2 million a month right now. So, um, oh, wow. <laughs> I know it is a bizarre feeling, <laughs> um, to think that I'm so many folks around the world are listening to me, but uh, they're mostly asleep. So that takes the pressure off. Um, but <laughs> I knew probably within the first eh, eight episodes, we were mentioned, we were like featured in Apple podcasts, new and noteworthy. And, um, we spent some time on the charts and then it just became like this steady climb where, you know, more and more listeners every week, every episode. And now, you know, on a good night, we might get 110,000 or 10,000 downloads.
0: And on the face of it, I mean, it's cool. It's, you know, there's stories, but the name of the podcast says nothing much happens. That doesn't really sell the story. (laughs) And surely that's kind of the point though. I know, I know. But <laughs> but surely a criticism of a story would be, oh, I'll put you to sleep. <laughs> but for you, that's a
1: positive. Yeah, it's a really weird place to be as a writer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to well, be people- writing and hope, I hope they don't even hear this part. I hope that this just puts people down. And it does. Um, people will often tell me, cause sometimes I'll post like a quote from near the end of the story or even the middle of the story on my Instagram and people will say, I've never heard this. And I have listened to the story 20 times. (laughs) And that's a good result though. (laughs) Absolutely. My first goal is just that people sleep and relax. Um, so, you know, as a creative person, um, you have to give up a little bit, the idea that people are going to hear and listen and read and react, because my goal is just kind of that they close up shop.
0: (laughs) Well, it works, and it's a great podcast. Later on, I want to find out about the podcasts that influence you. This is the Pod 20, which is heard on podcast radio on DAB in London, the home counties, Manchester, Birmingham, and Glasgow, on demand in the USA at talkers.com, around the world on multiple platforms and as a podcast itself. Let's get into the chart now. And at number 20, Impossible with Logan Paul. The world's greatest, most thought-provoking, mentally stimulating podcast in the history of mankind, hosted by a bunch of idiots. Number 19, Anatomy of Murder. A murder case has many layers. The victim, the crime, and the investigation. To truly understand it, you need to dissect each piece of a tragic puzzle and Anatomy of Murder does that. At 18, On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Fascinating conversations with the most insightful people in the world. 17, Wine Chats with Bildo and Lindelin. The only Aussie podcast to make the chart. Whereabouts in Australia are you?
2: Brisbane, Queensland.
0: Okay. I I lived in Australia for six and a half years. I lived in... uh well, I started out, I lived in Sydney, and um, I went to Brisbane for the day. Um the day? Yeah, Is for that, the all da- that
2: we got the day?
0: Yeah, it, it was because one of the Australian airlines, I can't remember if it was Ansett or Australian, they had this thing where you, it was called a mystery flight, and you bought a what? ticket at like a travel agent in town, and you didn't know where you were. You were told what time to get to the airport, but you didn't know where you were going in Australia until you got to the airport. Oh. And we got to the airport yeah. and they said, You're going to Brisbane for the day. And and we went to Brisbane for I think I think they got an idea from a similar scheme the airlines had been running with luggage for a lot of years. Oh, right, uh, oh, right, right, right. You <laughs> so
2: lucky you didn't get dropped off in like the middle of Australia somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <In
0: a switch. laughs> but if we'd have gone to like Perth, we would have spent the day on the plane, you know. So, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so, so you, did you let's you enjoy Brisbane. Yeah. Well, we actually got in a car and we drove to the Gold Coast and we spent most of the time there. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah. yeah, but I remember it having a bridge. Oh yes. The yes. story bridge. We have a couple. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> and a river. Yeah. Well that's <laughs> we have that's, that's the Brisbane River. Yes. So that's that's my day And that's my day in Brisbane. So you're drinking wine and when I emailed you and said, Are you ready? you said I hope you've got your wine ready. Well the problem is I don't drink anymore. I um unlike you I mean, unlike you, I, I was I, I drank a lot, but unlike you, I I, I didn't go professional. Um <laughs> Yeah, we have to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's our yeah. Job. So, so I got a fake beer. I got a non-alcoholic beer. Is that <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> Listen, it'll it do. do. Okay. It do. Well, I'll, I'll open that, and then you won't feel like I'm I'm ignoring you, and we'll we'll enjoy that.
2: <laughs> oh wait, oh, wait Venga, I, you got a
0: cheers. We got a cheers. Oh, sorry, sorry. What, what, what is okay? Are we ready for yeah. it?
2: Well, first, can I just say? So, I went and grabbed the bottle of wine that we had open already because we opened one yesterday together. Yeah. And it is actually called London Calling.
0: Look at that. Like,
2: how funny is that? And it's got right? the Union
0: Jack on it and everything. I right. Oh,
2: how cute. Here's ones we prepared earlier.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we can now we can do it officially? Yes. Okay. Cheers. All right. Yeah. thank yes, okay. okay. All right. Right. Oh, so that London calling. Uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> is so is London calling. Is that British wine? Because those two words don't oh. normally go well together.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's an Australian wine. Right. but the label is yeah. Well, the the wine itself is London calling. It's a claymore wine. Look, technicality, it's a red wine. It's good.
0: It's okay, all right.
2: Looking, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but having having listened to a lot of your podcasts, you don't. Although you announce like the guest wine uh, on each episode. You don't talk about wine that much, do you?
2: No, we know nothing about wine at all. <laughs> Billy doesn't even... I don't even really drink wine. I'm more of a beer drinker, personally.
0: Yeah. Right, right. Um, so so why, a, why a podcast that features wine then?
2: Well, the whole basis was friends, girlfriends, getting together, chatting. And normally girls have a glass of wine or a bottle of wine or it's always involved right in those gossipy chats and girl chats so we were like well yeah let's drink wine and then we just came up with the idea well we'll feature wine and then wine sponsors and it just kind of fell fell together
0: well it sounds great that's the main thing it's wine chats with bildo and Lindelin. it's at number 17 this week on the pod 20 at 16 comedy gold mines with kevin hart kevin's latest guest is Steve Harvey. Fifteen, Feel Better, Live More, with Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Dr. Chatterjee is one of the most influential GPs in the country and the star of BBC One's Doctor in the House. Number fourteen, Happy Place, with Fern Cotton. Fern's latest guest is the boxer Lawrence O'Coley. Thirteen, Nothing Much Happens, with Catherine Nicolai cozy and calming stories to soothe your mind and help you sleep. Catherine, what podcasts inspire you? Well, I
1: do love storytelling in general. And I think because I'm not a visual person, audio has always just struck me since I was a kid. I remember the first audiobook I ever listened to, and that my dad had to check it out from the library every two weeks for the entire summer because I could not stop listening to it. Um, and so for podcasts, have you heard this is love? No. Oh, it's by the woman Phoebe Judge, who does um, criminal podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but she tells these beautiful, lovely stories about different kinds of love all over the world. And they're just somewhat magical and beautifully voiced and really heartfelt. So that's probably my favorite podcast to listen to that puts me in that place. And then I listen to a ton of audio books um, that also inspire me as far as a storyteller to see how people craft stories Um, In ways that can be inspirational and not just, um, I feel like sometimes there's a tendency in the last 10 years or so in literature to just lean into misery, um, where I just would read book after book where uh, I would call it despair porn, because I was like, it's the most miserable set of circumstances and the least redeemable characters and it goes on for 500 pages. I was just like... (laughs) I was like, this is be, like being fed a plate of hot sauce and being told it's a balanced meal. I'm sorry, but there are other things to feel out there. And so um, when I find other writers who do that, then I'll listen to them. And I'm always inspired by that.
0: Well, it's working and it's an amazing Thank podcast. You. It's hugely successful. It's called Nothing Much Happens, Bedtime Stories for grown-ups, And it helps you get off to sleep. Which sounds yeah. mad that you would listen to something that you that will put you to sleep, but it isn't a guided meditation or anything. It's a it's a very intimate delivery of a, a story from the writer, and the writer yeah. is Catherine Nicolai. If anyone wants to get the podcast, it's in all the usual places: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere everywhere Absolutely. everywhere you want to get yeah. it you can get it it's called cool. nothing book much happens from any
1: bookseller before.
0: the book from all good booksellers and a couple of bad ones as well as it's, well yeah and it, and the books the books got the same title.
1: Also called Nothing Much Happens. And it's really got these beautiful illustrations in it. It has recipes. It has guided meditations. It has a bunch of bonus things in it. It, I always think of all these stories as happening in the same universe. So there's even a map in the front where you can see where all the places are that are part of Nothing Much Happens. So definitely recommend everyone should go buy several copies of the book.
0: Good idea. Hey, later, I want to talk about how you can't picture things in your head because you were born without a mind's eye. Nothing Much Happens from Catherine Nikolai is at number 13. At 12, The Line. In 2018, a group of Navy SEALs broke ranks and accused their chief, Eddie Gallagher, of murder, sucking them all into the biggest war crimes trial in a generation. The line at number 12. 11 the daily show with trevor noah ears edition on one of his latest episodes he looks at the problems in policing in the usa number 10 sword and scale the true crime podcast covering the dark side of humanity and human nature number nine over a pint with chance Litchfield and bobby nangler who's the podcast for chance
3: anybody can listen however the whole style of it is two guys talking over a beer the audience that we're going for is a bit more towards men that you're gonna find talking over a pint and things like that in a pub or just, just talking in general because there's topics we're gonna to start steering towards and what we're trying to serve is male mental health, the fact that men don't talk and that we wanna we do want to serve a purpose as a podcast. We don't just want to be two guys talking a lot of you know talking a lot of rubbish. <laughs> 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 talking a lot of so yeah that's why i wanted to um we wanted to start serving a purpose go towards something that is important and stuff that we can weigh in on personally as well so we have started to do that and we want to start serving more not just be a podcast bobby said as well to me come up with loads of great ideas and we're going to start trying to become a bit more of a brand but as towards male mental health uh we're going to be like talking about things that you know men they they talk but they don't talk about things that they want to talk and especially as male mental health is very very serious and important just as male men, as just as mental health in general but male men men in general don't talk and don't actually say what's wrong things like that and that can lead to worse problems and obviously more tragedy and male suicide is very high at the moment yeah, yeah. so we want to try that you can talk it is easy to talk even if it's just on the premises of saying to someone do you want to go for a pint later and it i found personally for me that it helps going to see my friends if if something got me down or something's bothering me so just going for a pint can be something easy and uh for our friendship group and like mine and bob's friends we all do talk but we are prime examples sometimes we won't talk but we will bring ourselves to talk about things if something is bothering us. But like, it just showed me that how hard it is because sometimes for like other people, they can, but a lot of men, they do bottle things up and they don't speak. So we wanted to start to get that, the wheels in motion for men talking properly and show them that it's not difficult and
0: you can do it. And what kind of things do you think that, that young guys like yourself do find it more difficult to talk about? Well, I mean, Bobby was,
3: it's with lots of them. Like, Bobby, yeah, you can say what do you reckon?
4: Yeah, I think I think because of this lockdown as well, not being able to see, like, your friends or, like, certain family members, that's definitely put, like, a, a dent in a lot of people's mental health. Like, I've I've seen it personally with friends and family members, like, especially being young as well. Like, when you see them cases with the uh, the people at uni and stuff, when they're locked up in the, on their own, like, They're only like 18 and are locked away, away from their families in their little cooped up rooms. It doesn't do anyone help with their mental health. So even something as simple as this podcast, where they can feel like they're talking or with someone else, it can kind of cheer your mood a little bit. So that's kind of what we wanted with the podcast was just literally for someone to have a conversation with us, really listen to our conversations, maybe put a bit more joy into their day and just enjoy a pint while we're having a pint, really.
0: And just make them feel a little less alone and that uh, yeah, we're putting yeah. this together.
3: It's, it's pretty lonely times right now. At the moment, it's lonely. But then as well with our, the podcast, what we thought as well, just before people, uni students were being locked up in their uni accommodation, uh, as a whole, for people our age and older, you know, there, there's not a specific age range for this problem. But there's a big uh, issue with male image and sort of toxic masculinity and looking like a real man, things like that. And that plays a big part on male mental health for some people and they feel they can't be themselves and things like that. Whereas me and Bobby, like, we're always ourselves, really, you know, we, we've taken rap for like, you know, being different and things like that. You know, we we, the <laughs> we, we take it all well and we have a laugh. Like, We have different interests than everybody else. But say, if you looked at two people with what our podcast idea is, you think of two sort of older geezers talking over a pint in a pub.
0: Yeah. Whereas
3: you look at a pair of us, yeah, <laughs> we're literally like, kind of the complete opposite. So yeah, you ain't
0: getting kind that
3: of Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, you know, we fit in and, you know, we've, we've spoken to people who like probably look at us differently and then when they've got to know us, they've sort of been like, yeah, you know them two lads, they're all right. So that's sort of what we're trying <laughs> to sort of go for a bit as well. But the male image isn't crucial. It's not, it shouldn't be a thing, you know, you should be who you are. And like, if you're a man, don't feel pressured to, to beat us a certain way or fit in or be like mm-hmm. this, everything like that.
0: Good stuff. It's called Over a Pint with Chance Litchfield and Bobby Nangler and it's at number nine this week on the Pod 20. Number eight, Today in Focus from The Guardian. Seven, Call Her Daddy. Alex Cooper and the Daddy Gang exploit the details of their lives making you feel a hell of a lot better about yours. Number six, Freakonomics Radio. The Hidden Side of Everything with Stephen J. Dubner, co-author of the Freakonomics books. Let's check in with this week's special guest pod star. It's Catherine Nicolai from Nothing Much Happens, bedtime stories to help you sleep. Catherine, you're a yoga and meditation teacher. What yoga and meditation techniques do you use in the podcast to put people to sleep? Well, some of it
1: is based on basic mindfulness, right? Which is just paying attention in a relaxed way. So that's straight out of yoga, but we can apply it to anything. Maybe you're paying attention to the way something delicious tastes or the way that the air smells when you step outside. Just being still for a moment and taking in the sensory information. That's mindfulness. And when we're mindful, we're in the present moment. Anxiety drops. We move out of that default mode of the brain. You know, your default mode network. I call it DMN because it is like your demon. Um, it's what your brain does when it doesn't have a job to do. And it's that feeling of spinning gears. And if you wake in three o'clock in the morning and suddenly you it clicks and your brain is racing, you're in default mode. And giving your brain a job to do what we call coming into the task positive network um, shifts that shifts you out of default mode. So, and it's the same in yoga. We have to have a job to do. You're watching your breath come in and out. Yeah. You're sort of monitoring the physical positioning of your body, noticing where you are in space. All of this, even if it's something very simple, that job shifts you out of the scary default mode. And that's when people relax and they fall asleep. I think I also use repetition quite a bit, um, which also is part of yoga.
0: Often in guided meditation you're asked to picture things, but do you, do you do that because you can't picture things?
1: Yeah, I can't. And a lot of people with aphantasia think that they can't meditate because that's all they've ever been exposed to. And so, you know, I'm, I've actually created like a 30 day meditation course that I'll, sh- it's on my website, but I share it a lot with other people with aphantasia. If I'm in like Groups on Facebook and stuff because they'll say they'll come so frustrated saying, you know, I couldn't do this. I couldn't visualize this thing. Um, so apparently I can't meditate. Um, and no, it's just a different technique. It's not our technique. We can u- use different ones, you know, and to a certain extent, I can think my way through an image that's described to me. Like, I can know that an apple is red or, you know, that the sky would be blue, but I can't hold it in my head in any way that would hold my attention.
0: But do you it's, use those phrases when you are teaching meditation? You just you don't to people who you know could visualize it if they wanted to.
1: It's just not the um, philosophy I was brought up on. So, like, my lineage of yoga comes from Vipassana meditation, and Vipassana meditation is basically, um, body awareness and mindfulness. So mm-hmm. it's watching the physical sensations in your body. Mm-hmm. And they always kind of say, you know, like, it's not a mental game. Don't try to visual- visualize something that isn't happening to you. We're not interested in that. We want to notice how does your foot feel against the floor? What's the weight of your clothes on your back? These are actually happening to you. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I connected with that form of meditation, because I could actually experience what they were talking about.
0: Is there a, a form of hypnotism in there too? I don't know. I'm not
1: quite sure what hypnotism is. Yeah, neither am I. Uh, I was
0: hoping, I was hoping <laughs> it was, and you could explain it to me because I don't know what's going on there. Right, and I was wondering I... it, it with your stories. In in nothing much happens. Whether there, and because you're trying to send people off to sleep, whether there was a certain amount of hypnotism in there, but it's as far as you know, it's not. As far as I know,
1: it's not. I really think it is just shifting the brain from one mode network to the other, to that task positive network. That's why I'll say if you wake in the middle of the night, think your way back through. And notice I say think and don't visualize because it never occurred to me. (laughs) But think your way through whatever you can remember from the story, because it gives your brain a job to do to remember, oh, yeah, I think it started. They were on a walk outside and... You know, this happened and often people will fall asleep within seconds as soon as they shift networks. So that's really from the neuroscience basis that we're talking about. That's what puts people to sleep. They have to have a job to do, which I often describe as a place to rest your mind because that sounds a little bit nicer.
0: It sounds lovely. Place to rest your mind. More from Catherine Nicolai next week on the pod 20. Back into the chart now. And at number five, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. After 25 years at the late-night desk, Conan has never made a real and lasting friendship with any of his celebrity guests. So, he started a podcast to fix that. One of his latest guests is Bob Odenkirk, the star of Better Call Saul. Number 4. West Cork. The true story of the murder of a French film producer in Ireland in 1996. There are no witnesses and no known motive. You'll hear from local people, the family of the victim, and the suspect. At number three, the Hardy Report with Edward Hardy. Ed, you're a Brit who covers American politics. Do you think that politics in the US has become more about supporting your side in the same way people support sporting teams, and it's now all about seeking victory over truth?
4: Almost certainly that's an issue that exists in America because you talk about holding Donald Trump accountable for what went on on January 6th and the attack on the US Capitol that occurred. And to what extent you hold him accountable, that can be debated. But there is part of his actions that led to that, Mm. whether it was the fact that the rally simply took place that day, which was at his encouragement or whether it was the words that he said or the actions and behaviour that he did for months. But instead of accepting that this was problematic behaviour by presidents and it it was against his... uh,
0: And less than presidential. (laughs) Exactly. Well but this is the thing people wanted to
4: talk about this is republican or democrat issue it instantly became a republican or democrat issue you talk about the gun uh, situation
1: yeah.
0: it's
4: a republican or democrat issue yeah. instead of people now looking at things and i think you know president biden's really trying to change that he he talks about how it's an American issue. And I think that's what people need to start framing things. What, what is,
0: the, is he saying the guns is an American issue?
4: Well, no, when he talks about, uh, for example, COVID relief, right. he describes it as an American issue that needs to be addressed. When it's climate change, he describes it as, this is an issue for America and the world, instead of describing it as, this is something our party is going to address. Right. And that is a really important framing change Yeah. that people in America need to do because... Too often, things have become, this is something our party's going to achieve. This is something our candidate's going to achieve. And it becomes very politicized very quickly. And people need to pull back from that if you're actually going to achieve anything. Because otherwise, particularly in a a political system like America, which was set up to try and avoid one party having complete dominant control, um, you have to work together. You can't have issues that are politicized when no one from either side wants to work with the other. You have to work together and it's healthy to work together. You know, bipartisan government is something that in previous eras, before um, the last president took office, people did regularly and it worked and it achieved things. And, they even, and that, didn't
0: they even have people from they, the other side in their own cabinet?
4: Yeah, well, sometimes they would. They, they, You know, you look at, say, back in 2008, when uh, then-Senator John McCain was running for president, he genuinely considered having a running mate who was a Democrat. Or <laughs> about having a vice president who was a Democrat to say for four years, I and a Democrat will run the country. That was going to be his pitch. And ultimately, he got convinced to do something which potentially was the starting gun on the Republican Party going in the wrong direction, But if he'd gone down that route, which was quite a common view that people could work together, it would have been a different future. And I think that that's what people need to go back to, is politicians like John McCain, who considered bipartisanship, even like Barack Obama, who had to work with the other side of the army to get things through Congress. That's something that, that people need to do. And Joe Biden, famous bipartisan he he did that throughout his career in the Senate. And I think that's part of what helped him get elected is people like this idea of people working together and hopefully he'll be able to do that because one thing I've learned from talking to people on the podcast is that this divided America basically will get nothing done and the country will just be in a perpetual stalemate and that's just, no one, no one wins there.
0: Yeah. The Hardy Report with Edward Hardy is at number 3 this week on the pod 20. Number 2, crime junkie. If you can never get enough true crime, congratulations. You've found your people. The latest episode looks at a femicide in Turkey. And at number 1, Rob Beckett and Josh Widdicombe's lockdown parenting hell. It's parenting, just not as you know it. That's it for episode 51 of the Pod 20. Thanks to this week's guest pod stars, Catherine Nicolai, Bill Doan-Lindelin, Chance Litchfield, Bobby Nangler, and Edward Hardy. Next week, my special guests are Julie Fisk and Rebecca Black from Haunted AF. You can see these large footprints embedded into the carpet, creeping along the wall, ninja style. She raised her
2: arms up over her head and started to come towards me. Oh! And she had her mouth open like she was screaming. I hear my sister on the bunk say, Ashley, you could see pieces of her hair being twirled in thin air.
1: But now all of a
4: sudden,
0: the green orb comes towards our truck, and it shoots out over the mountains into outer space. It is gone.
1: So that is my ghost.
0: meet julie fisk and rebecca black from haunted af my special guests next week on the pod 20 if you'd like to watch extended video chats with my guests check them out on youtube and subscribe to my youtube channel and what will happen on the podcast radio chart next week will rob beckett and josh widdekombs lockdown parenting hell still be at the top of the chart will your favorite podcast be at number one Find out with me, Graham Mack, and influence the chart by making a recommendation at thepodcastradio.co.uk.
2: Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get
4: stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media